Hi, this is NFL Network's Patrick Claibon welcoming you to another episode of the 4th and Out podcast. It's the best podcast. Well, yeah, I'll say it. It's the best podcast in the world because you are listening to it right now. It's in your ears and you hear me and I'm telling you it's the best. You could be listening to any podcast in the world, but you're not. You're listening to the 4th and Out because, well... The universe has decided to give you this, this opportunity to hear a fantastic podcast. So continue on the path that life is set you and enjoy the fourth and out podcast. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the fourth and out podcast with me, George Evans. Um, joining me this week, Liam, Liam Whiting. How are you, my friend? I'm surprised. I'm surprised I'm back on my own podcast. It's, it's great. It's, it, what, like... It's great to be back, to be recording and chatting about NFL. I know, mate. I mean, the thing is today, it's just me and you, the original gangsters. I was going to say that. The OGs are back. I mean, people have been crying out for it. There's been protests. There's been, I mean, you know, everyone wants to hear this this combination. We're the greatest thing since, I don't know, Rogers and Devontae Adams. I guess I can't really say that. Dumb and Dumber, yeah. You can take the role of whichever one you want there. Um, But it's good to have you back, mate. How How have you been? Yeah, been good, thanks. Um, had some time away, now back, back in the grind, back on it. Time, so, yeah, time at the cinema? No, I've had a few cinema visits, but not not, not recently. Every Wednesday, mate, every <laughs> Wednesday. If I can, I've never known anything like it. You've taken up, I've mentioned on the last podcast, like Orange Wednesdays, but they don't even do it anymore. Like, I didn't know there was that many good films out. Yeah, mate, COVID, there's a lot of good films out. This month, there's four films out. It's quite the schedule. I still haven't seen James Bond, actually, thinking about it. But, that was uh, good. That, but I won't get too much into it because we're not doing a film podcast. But yeah, it's worth no, watching. That's, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Check it out, uh, any Bond fans. All right, but I'll tell you what podcast we are doing. We are doing an NFL podcast. So uh, should we get into the games from week eight? We are week yeah. eight, indeed. Almost halfway through the season. Man, I, I don't know about you, but I've I've loved this season. Not because the Bears have been anywhere near good enough, but... I've just really enjoyed it. There's been so many good teams, so many good, um, so many good games, so many exciting quarterbacks. I've, I've really enjoyed it. What I've liked about this season so far is quite a few teams we thought were going to be good haven't been good. Oh, and, it, and this is what me. makes it such a predict, like unpredictable season, which is why we watch the sport. Yeah, if we went back to our <laughs> um, our predictions podcast for the season, then uh, I mean the the two that stand out to me are Miami and Washington. And I, I hyped up big time. And I didn't say anything good about the Saints, so we'll move on to the next one. Oh, yeah, the Saints. Oh, dear. We'll come, we'll come on to them later in the show. But, Liam, uh, we did discuss this before the podcast. I do want to start with um, your boys, the Minnesota Vikings, losing 2016 to the Dallas Cowboys. A Cowboys team without um, Dak Prescott, but they still managed to get the job done with Cooper Rush. Um, Amari Cooper had a big game in this, but I want to look at it from from your point of view, mate, because um, you watched the game in more more detail than than me. Uh, what I want to see your point from the Vikings side of things here. To me, this was a game that was there for the taking to bring your season, you know, back into some sort of you know normality towards something that you can actually go and achieve, maybe a, a wild card spot. But um, yeah, what did you make of it? We were terrible. <laughs> we 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 cost up. We cost ourselves the game. I've said this before, and it's Zimmer's play calling and defensive errors that have cost us. And I sound like a broken record, but it's the same thing. 
and it's things aren't changing. Um, I can't fault Cousins in the game. I know he had the ball at the end of the last drive, but that wasn't his fault. I can't put it on him. No, I, I, I'm the same as you. I'm looking at Mike Zimmer here. Yeah, and just 100%. I, I, I can't work him out. Like He seems to be playing football from the late 1990s. It, it just doesn't make sense. Kirk Cousins has been playing really well this year. Really well. As much as it pains me to say it, he's been playing brilliantly. The run game here wasn't working in this. So, O-line. I, I, Back to the same issues of before. Yeah. That's it. Like, I, I hate to keep saying the same things, but it's just the issues aren't getting fixed and sorted. And I put it down to the coaching staff because who else do you blame? Really? No, I agree. I agree. I don't. I think it's inexcusable to look. I know the Cowboys are a really good team, but I think they're a team that are also heavily reliant on Dak Prescott. And I think yeah, and that was a game know. we could have mm-hmm. won. But to be yeah. fair though, I the game was a lot closer than I expected, and maybe that was because Prescott wasn't playing, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I thought, from my point of view, that when I saw that news, my first thought is the Vikings have got a shot here. In fact, my yeah. first thought was the Vikings should win this. You know, Could they were favourites. Yeah. They they were favourites in this game to win. They were three point favourites, and yeah, it just I don't know. It just to me now seems like that was the game to really get your season back under control, and now it's it's floundering in a place where you know what it's like with the NFC North and how tough the schedule is that the team's just stuck in no man's land. Yeah. And our schedule's getting even harder because we've got to play the rest of the AFC North. So I can't see any wins coming anytime soon. Would you be looking at a change of coach? I know it's drastic mid mid season. Um, so but... this has been the chat in the Vikings fans recently. A lot of people thought he was going to get sacked Monday. I think he'll get sacked when the season's over in about six, mm-hmm. five, six weeks. When we're officially out of the playoffs, I think they're giving him a chance to like recover it, but I think he's a dead man walking, unfortunately. But it's annoying because I think he's a really good coach and I think he's done a really good job for us. But what who else do you blame? Because Spielman, our GM, won't get sacked, so who else is going to get fired? There's only one person, uh, isn't it? Well, yeah, it'll always fall on the coach. You can't fire 53 players from, yeah. from the team. It, yeah, I, I think it's time to move on from Zim. I think you're right. He's done a brilliant job at the Vikings and he's taken you to some great moments, but it just it seems to me that his, his time's up. He's, look, you're not cooked yet for whatever I say. You're three and four, but yeah. it's, it's, it's the schedule that's the problem, I think, now. And um, he's got to trust Kirk Cousins more, man. Like, Kirk Cousins has been playing brilliant football all year. That So that was my biggest problem with the game is that he didn't let Cousins call any plays. He was taking it all, which were conservative plays, which weren't working. Mm -hmm. So you think you'd give Cousins, say what you want about Cousins, but he's a fairly good quarterback who knows what he's doing. He's played enough games. So you think you just go, give him a chance. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen, really? But I know. I know. Here's, uh, here's questionable. I felt for you during that one after I woke up because, yeah, it was there for the taking, man. There for the taking to be three and four, but that's the way that football goes. Indeed. All right, I won't let you, I won't let you um, talk about the Vikings too much, mate, because I know that, you know, it was a tough one. It was a tough one. So let's move on to another good game. Uh, well, <laughs> another game anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about the Vikings one being a good one, but this was a really good one. So Indianapolis Colts. Tennessee Titans. So the Titans won this in overtime, thirty-four to thirty-one, after a Carson Wentz interception. Um, 
pretty much led to the led to the field field goal score. Um, this was a good game, Liam, a really good game. But I didn't at the end of it, I didn't know what to make of both teams. I I think I feel the same as I did about the Colts and them still being a middling team. But I feel after what happened with uh, Derek Henry and the injury to um, his season, he'll be out eight to ten weeks. I think I feel a little bit worse about the Titans, which sounds really weird because they won this game and they're now six and two. Yeah, this is what I was going to say to you is where do you see the Titans? Because how are they going to sort of build a team and sort of keep playing without Henry? What are they going to do? Because they're going to be like now, they're going to be so one dimensional because they're just going to be throwing the ball, aren't they? Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, you've got Jeremy McNichols, but he's not really done anything in the past. And now your boy, Adrian Peterson, mate, he's, uh, he's turning up at Tennessee. He is the Peter Pan of the NFL, isn't he? Like he doesn't mm. age, and he's still good. Like I, hope, I hope he does a good job again. I'd love to see him do it. I think the scheme will fit him really well. Yeah, he, he, look, he's not an explosive player anymore, just purely because of the age that he is. But but he'll get you four or five yards of carry, which the scheme mm-hmm. will help, and that's what. Yeah, so I think he could be a good fit. Yeah, I just I think the Titans will be saved by the fact that they're six and two, and they're in a division that sucks. I mean, and they, they should get playoff football still. Yeah, yeah, they really should. They've still got to play uh, the Texans twice, and Miami, and the Jags again. If so, we had that schedule, wow! I know, it's a joke, <laughs> and it is, it is an absolute joke. But so they'll end up with ten wins, and I think they'll be fine. Um, on the Colts side of things. <sighs> They've had so many opportunities this season to get their season back on track. But we said this at the start. I mean, how much can you trust Carson Wentz? And he, just lets, you, he just lets you down in, in big big moments. I was going to say that about the inception. I don't know what's more worrying. The fact they were 14-0 up and blew it or that interception. What's more of a concern for you if you're a Colts fan? Well, it's the fact that you've got to ride with uh, Carson Wentz now. And that interception was awful. Like it, it, I, it was really bad. I, I went back and watched it again. I'm pretty sure he had Jonathan Taylor wide open through yeah. the middle. Um, that, that, that's the sort of error you'd expect from a rookie, not someone that's played mm-hmm. in the league as long as he has. But that's their issue. They can't move on from yeah. Carson Wentz. They've got no one else that, that can replace him. You're not going to get anyone mid-season, and the trade deadline's just gone anyway. But um, you could see uh, players for the Colts visibly angry with Wentz. During, gonna be, aren't during overtime, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's just not good enough. I, and you know, people are out there blaming Frank Reich, but you know, it's not. How it's can not you Frank blame Reich's the coach? Job. You can't blame the coach for that. That's no, the, exactly. I played that on the quarterback because you played, yeah. the, you set the scheme, and he's meant to throw it to the right player who was wide open, but he didn't. Throw it to the wrong mm-hmm. person, interception. So it's on the quarterback, hundred percent. Exactly. It it makes no sense to me. I mean, yeah, they've still got a chance to get right because, again, they've got the division's terrible. So you've always got a chance when you've got a division that contains the Texans and the Jaguars. But, um, yeah, disappointing. Really disappointing yeah. from the Colts. I felt, I thought this was there for, there for the take. And, again, they were favourites going into this game. But if you're Tennessee, you're down on your luck after the Derrick Henry thing. But if you can get some production going out with, you know, Peterson and McNichols, because Ryan Tannehill is really good. So, yeah. and AJ Brown's really good. And Julio Jones can be really good, you know, when he's fully fit. So, I'm not worried about the Titans. I think they'll be fine. They'll be playing player football in, in January. But, yeah, Colts, what are you I doing, s- man? 
the Colts have got the Jets next on Thursday night football. It's an interesting game, actually. I don't, you know, just because, like, obviously, what happened with the Jets at the weekend? They beat a really good Bengals team, and they had Mike White. It's almost a four hundred time to play the Jets if you're the Colts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will be a difficult game. You know, without previewing it too much, this will be a, a difficult game for the Colts. You know, it's not a. What amazed me when I looked at this, the spread is 10 points, which seems nuts. How can you have the Colts as 10 points favourites? I mean, I know the Jets aren't good, but they they just beat a really good Bengals team and they had a quarterback who played very well and the rest of their team looked functional. And yeah, strange, very strange. But it'll be an interesting game on Thursday night. All right, let's move on. Um... Let's talk about the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, division game, uh, the Saints won this 36-27, despite Jameis Winston going out in the second quarter for what has turned out to be a season-ending injury. So I was going to ask up, you, what was more of the shock? The win well, without Winston or, the, or that fact? I mean, I mean, the fact that Trevor... Let me get his name out, right? Trevor Simeon has come in and... You know, he's played pretty well. You know, it's 16 for 29, a touchdown. But this is what he did the Broncos, didn't he? He did the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. He wasn't amazing, but he was steady and just sort of won new games. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe this scoreline when I woke up. I fell asleep before the end of Red Zone on um, on Sunday. I couldn't believe this. I, I couldn't see a way that they were going to win shocked. this game. It, it just it made was, no sense. When they were losing, I was like, the Bucks are just going to come back in the fourth quarter and win this. And I was like, what the hell's going on? It's nuts. I mean, they had their players from every six, their defense got a touchdown. Their, you know, their running game was decent with Kamara, like it always is. And you've got people, you've got ten different, eleven, sorry, people different uh, catching catching balls, eleven different receivers. It's absolutely nuts. You've even got Mark Ingram doing stuff in this team, and then on the other side of the ball, Tom Brady just can't play against the Saints no. for whatever reason. He just can't do it when he's playing for the Buccaneers, like. All right, he threw for four touchdowns, but also two interceptions. Um, you know, Chris Godwin had a big game. But this, honestly, this is one of the shocks of the season for me, waking up to this result, because I couldn't believe it. After Winston was carted out of that game, I thought, I see it, game over. I mean, they've Definitely. got no chance. And now they're sitting at five and two. Yeah, it's crazy. It's the NFL. It's why we watch it. I expect the Bucks. I know the Bucks aren't going to win every week, but yeah, you wouldn't, if you were betting on that game, you wouldn't bet them to lose, would you? You don't expect them to win every week, but you expect them to win this game when you yeah. when a starting quarterback's gone out. No, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, but they they gave up thirty six points. You, that's not like the Bucks at all, is it? No, the defense hasn't been on point this year. I must say that, especially in the secondary. But I, I think that's criminal. I I really do think that is criminal. And fair play to the Saints because they're coached really well, you know, by Sean Payton, and he's doing um doing the job there. I don't know if you saw on on Twitter, but Philip Rivers has. Uh, chucked out his interest in becoming the Saints quarterback. I don't know how um, legit this is, but he said the only team he'd play for is the Saints. That'd be quite interesting. Could you imagine if he did? Yeah, I'd love it. I don't think Sean Payton would go there, but I'd absolutely love to see Philip Rivers back in the league. I would love to see him in the league. That'd be great. So, do you remember um, at the start of the season, we were doing our hot takes. You had the Saints finishing bottom. Yeah, I know. uh, A division. Well, now now they've got a QB... Could might happen. No, it's not going to happen. No, it's not. I just said something really ridiculous to try and yeah say something bold, but no, it didn't work, did it? 
No, they've got one of the best defences in the league, which also does help. They've got so many... In my defence, though, when we said this, they had no players signed with no cap Mm -hmm. room. So that was my logic, but... No, you're right. And they had no receivers and they still don't, really. And Um, I don't know how they've got got around it to this day. No, it's nuts. And the news came out today that Michael Thomas is now out for the season. I mean, I I think he'll be out of New Orleans pretty soon anyway. Yeah, Um, I think it's done, isn't it? Yeah, that seems to have broken down really quickly ever since Drew Brees kind of kind of left, or since his injury last year, anyway. Uh, but yeah, fair play to the Saints. Enjoy, yeah. enjoyed watching the highlights. Um, probably beat the best team in football, if not the top three team in football. Shows they're beatable, doesn't it? So that makes it interesting postseason. It, sh- it shows they're beatable when Tom Brady's still throwing for yeah. four touchdowns in a game. I mean, yeah, fair play. That's uh, that is pretty impressive. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. All right, let's move on to not a high-scoring game, but quite an interesting game, I thought. Uh, Cleveland 10, Pittsburgh Steelers 15. Our boy Ollie Broom will be very happy with this. Um, this gets Pittsburgh to 4-3, and three, takes them to a nice little winning record. How, how have they done this, Pittsburgh? <laughs> I mean, it's their it's the defence, isn't it? Their yeah. the defence is, is fantastic, and it has been for years and years, and they're really well coached under Mike Tomlin. But... I mean, Cleveland, I, come on. I think it's really impressive that the Steelers with Big Ben is still playing half decent, even at his age. Yeah, he's not playing badly. Yeah, he's no. still missing a couple of open throws, but he's not playing badly. There's a lot worse in the league than, than Ben Roethlisberger. And they're getting a running game going, which they haven't had for a while, and Najee Harris, who looks fantastic. Um yeah, and they, they, look, their defense is the biggest part of their team, and TJ Watt is an absolute monster. But you know, Cleveland, man, they're one of those teams that we bigged up during during the off season. We bigged them up so much, and now they're sitting here at four and four. And I, I really don't know what's going on with the Browns. They're for me, they're one of my biggest disappointments of the season because mm-hmm. we expected so much better from them, and look how much they improved. And I, they've just seemed to be making silly mistakes, which they weren't last year. They've seemed to regress to me rather than progressed. Oh, absolutely. And I can't I can't pinpoint why it is. I don't know whether it's Baker Mayfield. I don't know whether it's whether it's coaching. I don't know whether it's on the other side of the ball. Although I think the defense for a majority of the time has been pretty good. Um and even in this game was was pretty good. It's just that when you look at Cleveland, and I know they've had injuries, but they had Nick Chubb back for this, they had Odell Beckham and they had Jarvis Landry. But if you look at Odell Beckham, he had one catch for six yards. That's I mean, unlikely, what are you doing? isn't it? Yeah. Like, there's just no connection between Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. There's nothing. To to the point where, I don't know if you saw this, but Odell Beckham's dad um, had created a video of all the throws that Baker had missed to Odell Beckham. That is, wow. I mean, imagine going into the training the day after that happens. How would you explain that one? You can't really, like, can you? It's just, I, I can't work out what's going on with them. I really can't. And it, it feels like if the running game isn't working and they didn't, they they rushed for under 100 yards, which for the Cleveland Browns is almost unheard of. Yeah. Um, yeah, strange. To, I'm, I'm the same as you, mate. I'm disappointed in the Browns. I oh, thought yeah. they were going to be so much more, so much more I, than this. I honestly, like, we had them as Super Bowl contenders, didn't we? But I can't see that this year, unfortunately. They're, they're bottom of the division. I know. I was looking at the standings. It's crazy. Like all three of, the, like three of the four, or four, or even all of them could still like could potentially have winning records. It's mad. 
Yeah, look, don't get me wrong, it's a great division. None of them have got a losing record. But, I, yeah, everything just seemed to be there. They picked up so many good pieces on on defence during, you know, the off-season. The, off, the offence looked great. But in a game like this, go out and score more than 10 points, man. Like, yeah. It done the same against um, against your boys. They only scored what fourteen. Yeah, they done it against the Broncos. Only scored fourteen. I mean, where is it? Where's that firepower? Use your best players. Don't yeah. Go to Odell Beckham once. Uh nuts. Absolutely I'm not too sure nuts. what's going on. We need Ivan to give us a better. We need to give us a yeah. Insight. Yeah, but look, big up Pittsburgh. I mean, fair play to him for getting to yeah. four and three. I didn't see this happening. The, um, the thing I find interesting about the Steelers is potentially they could have postseason football. Where does that leave them at quarterback? I mean, because obviously no no one tanks on purpose. Mm-hmm. So I know the quarterback class isn't as good next year, but what are they going to do? Is Ben going to play another year? Well, that's it. I mean, I think you've. Does Haskins the, become the starter? What do you do? I think that, you know, let's say that the Steelers' record was, I don't know, two and five. We'd have seen Haskins by now. Um, so it would have been easier to make a call on that. I think, you know, let's say they do get playoff football. I think the decision then sits with Big Ben. I, I don't think the Steelers will move on because no. it'd be difficult to, let's say you get to 10 and seven and you find yourself in a wild card, wild card spot. They won't move on. No. Which is... They're almost unless- stuck in limbo, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I still think that you take a quarterback in the draft. I I think you'd be silly not to, um, whether it's with maybe not your first round pick, but a second or third, um, and then see where you go from there. But yeah, I mean, they've beat some good teams as well. Like they beat the Bills yeah, week have. one. They've they've beat some some good teams, and they'll be interesting in the AFC North. And we're playing them this week, so yeah, we're playing them in about a month as well. Yeah, it's, um, it's it's not a game I'm excited for because I, I think Bears Steelers could be the ultimate low st- low scoring game. Do you know what I mean? That we could be looking at a nine six or something. But yeah, let's let's see. But yeah, um, if you're a Browns Browns team, do something because not good enough. It's just not good enough. Ah oh, dear. All right, where are we going next then? I'll tell you where we're going, mate. We're going to. Well, I think they are my favourite team, although they're. Absolutely flattering to deceive at the moment. LA Chargers 24, New England Patriots 27. I Patriots, didn't see man. this result coming. Oh, I didn't see this coming either. Patriots back to four and four. Um, and looking looking pretty tasty in the old yeah. uh, AFC East. Yeah, they don't are, mind them. They? They're, they're back to old ways almost, aren't they? Back to old ways with a lot of good weapons. Obviously, Mac Jones didn't have his best game, but he, he played how Mac Jones plays. He doesn't really turn the ball over too much, but he doesn't make explosive plays. Damien Harris is a really good running back. Um, and then they use, use their wideouts nicely and the defense play really well. So, What's happening to your main man, Herbert? That's what we need to get back to. More uh, man, like Herbert, had a, he had a tough game here. Like two touchdowns, but two interceptions as well. Costly interceptions. And yeah, I don't... I really, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't think this is all on Justin Herbert as well. I think Agreed. there's other things wrong with this offense. The offensive line hasn't played as well um, this uh, last week as it had previously. Um, but they they also need to get the run game going a little bit more. You know, you've got Austin Eckler, use him more. Don't just yep. have him for 11 carries. Um, and then 
Yeah, it's, they've got some superstar players on defense as well. Like I, Derwin James is fantastic, and they've got Chris Harris Jr. is also great, and they've got Joey I Bosa. But I, I don't know if they almost cost themselves in the fourth quarter, really, because it's hard to. Well, I don't know they what did else what, to pinpoint they, you on. No, they did what old Chargers teams do, and they blew it. They, it's exactly what Chargers teams have been doing for years. They just they found a way to lose this game. Don't lose this game at home to the Patriots. Yeah, because. You know, the Patriots aren't the team they used to be, but Bill Belichick somehow found a way to get them to four and four. It's old crafty Bill, isn't it? It's crafty what he does Bill, best. Crafty Bill, crafty Bill, while we where we off for a week last week, uh, he put up 54 points against the Jets. I know. The first 50-burger in a year. Oh, man. I really hope we don't get to a point where we've got the uh, Patriots as a wildcard team in January. Let's uh, worry about that in January. Yeah, I can't be dealing with that. But yeah, Chargers, like, strange one. I, I think I, you I, just put this down as a bad day at the office, really. Just one off. That's what I was going to do. But then I thought, is it is it a little bit more than that? Because they were coming off a bye I week. I think if they do it twice, yes. Well, they lost before the bye. True. And then they, then they were on a bye week. They lost badly before the bye. They lost 34-6 to the Ravens. So then you take your bye week, you reassess, and you come back. And normally teams are fitter. They've got better yeah. schemes. They've got all this stuff going on. And then you lose to the Patriots. Don't know. Maybe something's, uh, sure. maybe something's going on. But hey-ho, we'll, uh, let's move on. We've only got one more game to cover, I think, my friend, that we're going to cover from uh, week eight. Cardinals 21 <laughs> Green Bay Packers, 24. Those Packers, man. How do they win these games? They they didn't have their two best receivers in uh, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, and Aaron Rodgers still finds a way to win this game. I don't know. This is why at the start of the season we took the piss when we did, because we knew that he was going to become good, and he's come back to old ways, hasn't he? They haven't lost since that Saints game. No, they're se- they're seven and one. I there, there was no way I thought they were winning this. I thought the I thought the Cards had their number completely. I thought without without Adams and Lazard, I really thought they were going to struggle. But they found they found different ways to to move the ball and they run the ball really well. And then and the Cardinals were at home as well. So you think it's a home banker almost, isn't it? I, no, honestly, I really did. Like I I couldn't see a way that the Packers were going to do this. But AJ AJ Dillian was. Brilliant, sixteen carries for eighty yards. You know, Aaron Jones another fifteen carries for sixty. They just run the ball, yeah, and and it works. Like to be fair to it's Michael Floyd, make... he schemed it well. Sorry, Twinsra, is what making a difference? He's not playing. There's got to be more to it than just that, isn't it? Well, the, the defense didn't show up how it should have done. Because um, I'm not, I can't remember if Chandler Jones played in this, but obviously JJ Watts out for the season as well. And but the Cardinals. The, the worrying thing for me with the Cardinals was the offense. Yeah. You know, I, I look at Kyler Murray's stats in the game and, you know, no touchdowns for two interceptions. That's the first time he's ever done that in his professional career. And then the run, there was no running game at all. And then you're looking at, I look at DeAndre Hopkins a lot because I like, I like D-Hop. Everyone likes DeAndre Hopkins. Two catches for 66 yeah. yards. Two catches. That's mad, isn't it? Like, what are you doing? Why are you throwing the ball five times to AJ Green? Yeah. AJ Green, I don't know how much you've caught on this one, mate, but the last play where AJ Green doesn't turn around is inexcusable. That's basic coaching fundamentals, yeah. That's like literally, when you catch a football, that's the first thing you are taught is to turn around and catch it. And he you, come out, you come out of your break and you catch the ball. If he yeah. had caught that, they'd have won that and it wouldn't have been the interception. I, I just, 
I, I mean, that was so bad. I don't think I've not seen that for. I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've ever seen it either in the NFL. I mean, how can you forget to look at the ball as you're coming out of your break? And then you're looking at the Cardinals and you may be thinking, oh, well, it papers over some of the cracks slightly, but they've got to seven and one. All right, they're not in any real problems. They're at six and two. But yeah, that's bad. That's just bad football, man. Just yeah. bad, bad football. And uh, yeah, I've got no worries about the Cardinals. It's just Green Bay, man. They find a way to do this. They always find a way. And even with... Um, well, this, I'll tell you what, this moves us quite nicely onto the uh, preview because we wanted to talk about Packers-Chiefs anyway. and um, We did indeed, didn't we? The news came out that Aaron Rodgers won't be playing in this game because of, um, of COVID. I think he's got COVID or he's been near someone with COVID. Either way, he's not playing on Sunday. Um, so Jordan Love comes in for his first career start. And you just know with the Packers that he's going to end up coming out and throwing four touchdowns for 400 yards. The guy, so was it two years ago they drafted him now and he's not played? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He drafted him yeah. first round 2020, yeah. Wow, that is, there's going to be As some a, pressure, there is pressure on him. Normally, serious. I don't think backups have any pressure, but the fact they traded up for him and got him how they did, and he's just sat now for nearly two mm-hmm. years, yeah. Oh, mate, this is a huge, like, this is a high-pressure situation to walk into. But is this the right time to play the Chiefs, though? Because they're not exactly playing well at the mm. moment. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great point, mate. I mean, we watched the game while well, I caught the highlights of the uh, Monday Night Football against the Giants. There's some serious problems with this Chiefs offence. Um, Mahomes is playing nowhere near the standard that we all expect. I wouldn't even say he's playing as a, a top 10, top 15 quarterback at the moment. The turnovers are really costing them. There's Seems to be for some reason no connection with Travis Kelsey anymore. Um, you know, Tyreek Hill had 12 catches in the last game, but 12 catches for less than 100 yards, which is mental. I don't know, I can't work. It. And the defense, all right, it managed to shut out or relatively shut out a Giants team, but that Giants team isn't great. And it's not like it's a high powered offense, and it's an offense that was missing a lot of players. I can't work the Chiefs out. I, no, I really can't. I think they've I got so know. many issues. I don't know what's going on with them this year. Oh, yeah. Not sure. But the thing is, nothing's changed. No, like, that's that's what's the most baffling thing. Because if it was they'd lost a lot of players, you'd say that's fair enough because of that. But they've kept the same team, haven't they? Literally, mm-hmm. like what? And the coaching's really not changed either, is it? No, coaches changed. They managed to keep all their coordinators. Um, obviously, Andy Reid's still there, but there's just something different. There's something different about the team. The offensive line isn't what they thought it was going to be. And they spent a lot of capital. Um, both I, don't know if there's something going, I don't know if there's something going on at training that we're that regular fans aren't seeing. Do you know what I mean? Is there some something going on in the locker rooms or something, or that's causing this? Is... I mean, that's it. You never know. It's just it's no. uncharacteristic mistakes, isn't it? Like Travis Kelsey fumbling on. Yeah, it's not I, like I them if, at all. It's it's really weird. Like, and if I, if I'm Green Bay, I know I'm going into this with Jordan Love, but. You know, Matt LaFleur could scheme up a way or just run the ball more like they did against the Cardinals. Like Short not, screens, the classic, nothing too yeah, deep throws. Exactly. That's it. Short screens coming out of the backfield. Run, the run game will be on point. I think the Packers will win this and I, I think they'll win it relatively comfortably. I think they'll win it as well. You know, I, I just... Unless the Chiefs find a way in, you know, a short five days, they've got five or six days to sort that out. I think they've got too many issues, especially on defence. And a good team like the Packers will beat up on a bad defence. I'll tell you what, 
the Packers, this kills me to say it, but they could be slowly going to the NFC Championship game because no one's really mentioned them. They're just winning week after week. Well, they, yeah, I mean, you think they've been there for the last two yeah. years. And they, yeah, and they were so close last year, they just didn't turn up. It's almost like that game spurred them on and it's they've got better from it almost. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll w- the thing is, they'll win the division, obviously. Yeah, that's, of course. That's an absolute banker but the thing is they'll probably get a high enough seed that they can take a bye week um for the for the postseason uh, postseason game they haven't played the cowboys this year have they no i don't think so that'd be that'd be quite a tasty game postseason big yeah be a lovely game that but the thing is like you've got they've still got to play uh they still got to play the vikings twice the bears once and the lions once so you're looking at yeah, I mean, you're looking at a decent portion of them being wins. And then they've probably got some... I think they've got to play Seattle, and Seattle are nowhere near as good as, as they have been. So, yeah, I think the Packers win this one. I can't see a way that... Unless the Chiefs miraculously recover, I think Jordan Love and the running game, and I, I somehow... They'll just win it. It's the Packers. They'll win it. Yep, that's what they do. <clears throat> Bastards. All right. Let's, uh, let's look at a couple of other interesting games. We've got a... I've got a good game here, LA Rams, Tennessee Titans. Uh, so this is Sunday night football. Hello. Bit of Sunday night football. I won't be able to start for this one. That is a good game, isn't it? It's annoying, isn't it, the, the fact that it's on so late over in the UK because there's so many good games that uh, it's always the best game of the week or normally the yeah. best game of the week or the most high-profile high one anyway. Um, but this should be a really good game. Uh, so the Rams are 7-1. The Tennessee Titans are 6-2. and two. The Rams... If not the best team in football, then def- definitely a top three team in football. Um, they look really good, don't they, Liam? Like Matthew Stafford yeah. is is playing how Matthew Stafford always really kind of played, but he's, he's now got a better team around him. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're scary good, aren't they? Uh, so, what do the Titans do here? With obviously without Henry, do they just try and carry on with Peterson? What What do you do? Do you change your scheme now? How do you stop the Rams? What do you do? I think where the Rams have been slightly vulnerable is through the air. Um, they're a brilliant run defense, but they're they're middling when it comes to you know a, a passing defense. So I think if you're if you're Ryan Tannehill, you're looking at getting AJ Brown down the field, Julio Jones, you know, running is just maybe a slot receiver or something like that, and then just working a maybe a big tight end and just just get that that, that passing game going. You know, let's start off with a little yeah. bit of Adrian Peterson, maybe on first downs or, but the, what I would say is if you, you know, you've got three downs, I'd go either run, pass, pass or pass, run, pass. I'd always make sure two of them are passes. Agreed. Yeah. But that's you just way I, mix it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I'd be looking at it anyway. I, I wouldn't try and go too run heavy. Uh, no, just because, yeah, it's not the same. Even with Derek Henry last week, it wasn't working. Derek, I know he was injured, but he had 20, 28 carries for 68 yards. I mean, you know, that's and even before that, he had 28 carries for 90 yards. It wasn't as productive as it could have been. So they've had to rely on Tannehill anyway. But um, yeah, it should be a good game. Like, it should be a good game. And the Rams do excite me. They've got so many good superstar players. And we should talk about the fact that they've just... Um, Brought in Von Miller as well. Uh, I was thought we were going to bring this up in the news. So, what do you think about this then? Because we haven't actually spoken about this. So, what what do you think? I love it. I, do, you know what, I, do you know what I love about the Rams is they do something that no other team does, 
and they they don't give a shit about draft picks. They just don't care. They now have given away uh, their first, second, or third round picks for the for the next draft coming up. They're not turning up on in the first two days. They're really going for it, aren't they? They're they're such a win now team, and I love that. You know, if you've got a chance to get one, he's an eight time Pro Bowler. If you've got a chance to get one of these players in, get them in. I, I, I honestly didn't think he'd ever leave Denver. No, I didn't think he would. I didn't think he'd do it in, in a situation like this as well, um, midway through the season. But yeah, if you're the Rams, why not? If you don't care about draft picks or if you're not going to use them, give them away and get these top players. It's exactly what they've done for Matthew Stafford. It's worked out brilliantly. It's exactly what they did for Jalen Ramsey. He's the best corner in the league. Um, but when you're so close to winning a Super Bowl, you've got to just literally go all in with your chips, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. They know that they've either got this year or maybe next year. But then everyone has said about the Rams for years, oh, well, it's going to come back to bite them in the ass at some point. But it doesn't. They just keep giving them away. They just don't care about drafting players. And I love it. Honestly, I love it. I, I, th- I think fair play to them. If they've got the balls to do it, then then why not? It'll be interesting, though, in like three or four years they could be like worse than the jacks but <laughs> they could be but then if you win a title if you win doesn't two matter, titles on exactly. the back of it doesn't matter yeah, look at that i mean look at that defense you've got aaron donald Jalen ramsey and von miller that's crazy. like that's ridiculous that's like a madden team isn't it it's not real literally it's, it's stupid you've got cooper cup on the other side who's the best receiver in the league at the moment you've got stafford who's one of the best quarterbacks You've got a decent running game with Daryl Henderson, and every part of that team is brilliant. Genuinely, they are so good, and they're so well coached by Sean McVay, who's a brilliant coach anyway. And everyone gave him shit last year about, oh, well, the Rams aren't as good, you know. But that was Jared Goff. That wasn't Sean McVay. Yeah, that wasn't down to him at all, no. No. So, yeah, fair play. I, I loved it. I think, I think it's bold. I, why not? Von, Von Miller deserves another chance at uh, the does. Super Bowl run. Yeah, he does. As good as he, as good a player as good as him does. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, mate. Is there any other games you want to talk about before we head into the news? Well, I am going to go for... I'm going to have a drum roll here. Oh, yeah. I am going to go for 49ers Cardinals. All right. Talk to me. So, what's going to happen to the 49ers then? What, how are they going, are they going to win? Are they, what, what are you thinking? Uh, well, I watched them, obviously, this week um, after they beat us 33-22. And uh, Jimmy G played pretty well, but it always feels like Jimmy G is playing on borrowed time um, in terms of you've got Trey Lance waiting in the wings. So, that to me is the interesting storyline here. The, the 49ers... The offense finally got going. Debo Samuel looked really good. Um, they've got some. They've got some really nice pieces. Obviously, George Kittle's still out, but they got the running game going with Elijah Mitchell. We got, I think, one hundred and forty odd yards. But the problem they're going to have is that the Cardinals lost last week. They're, I think the Cardinals going to come back and win this. <clears throat> yeah, the, the Cardinals won't won't like what happened last week. They're going to come back with something different, and I'd, I'd I'm expecting big games from Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Players like Rondell Moore, even Edmonds and Connor in the rushing game. I, I, I think the Cardinals will be too much for the, the 49ers here. The 49ers, again, they're a team that are flattered to deceive. How much did we hype them up last year? Yeah. Um, and hype them up in the offseason. But the defense has been average, um, maybe even worse than average. 
the offense has barely got going. It only got going against a bad Bears team. Um, yeah, I like I I just like the Cardinals. I think they're built really well. They're built to win, and um, I can't see them losing many more games this year. No, definitely not. And, and on the flip side, San Francisco are they're they're in a, they're in a tough situation. And again, I don't blame Kyle Shanahan for this in the same way that I didn't blame Sean McVay for the Jared Goff stuff. Um, it's just a case of he's he's doing the best with what he's got at the moment. Trey Lance hasn't been fit, so he's he's been playing Jimmy G. And yeah, no, I I don't I don't know what to make of the 49ers. They won't be a playoff team. They won't be playing football in, in January. So if you're the Cardinals, just go out and get a get a W. I was really tempted to mention the Dolphins Texans, but I couldn't do it. No, go on, go on. We can talk about it. Two one and seven teams. So who's gonna win the, the glamour glamour tie of the season then? All right, without giving this too much airtime because it is a terrible game. Um I'm gonna go with the Texans. Really? I was going to go I've, Dolphins. I've just, I, I don't know. I, I think I preferred, I quite like the look of Davis Mills, you know, in a weird way. They came back from 38 nothing to 38-22 in relative garbage time against the Rams, but he's still got to score those points. Um, and the Dolphins, I, defense is rubbish. Offensive line is terrible. The quarterback's having to deal with questions about Deshaun, Deshaun Watson all the time. Um, bad coaching. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the Texans in this. Oh, fair enough. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I don't know why. These things I happen. Just, these things happen. But, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's more than enough time that that game deserved. Absolute stinker. Right, should we move on to some news? Because there has been some news. I think there's been a couple of bits of news this week, hasn't there? Uh, there's, been, there's, been a, there's been a few bits. A few bits. We've uh, discussed some already, but there is big news, obviously, coming out I've of... All... Um... Go on. Before you start, at the end, mm. I've got some other business to discuss, but we'll come oh, to that in a minute. Right. So. I'll tell you, the listeners are hooked now, mate. We I know. Have, we should have put this in at the start. They <laughs> wouldn't be putting this podcast down. Um, all right. Well, before we get to your exciting, any other business, let's talk about um, Henry Ruggs III, um, previously wide receiver at the Las Vegas Raiders, um, also previously first-round pick in 2020. Um so he was released by the Raiders yesterday after, um, I mean, it's, it's an awful story. It's, it's tough to even talk about, but um, he was involved in a driving collision, which left um, uh, a woman uh, sadly, sadly passed away after it. It's been found out since he was um, driving at 156 miles an hour and he was possibly under the influence of either drugs or drink or, or something along those lines. Um Yes, Liam, it's obviously, you know, the thoughts go out to the family and the person who, who's, who's lost their life and and stuff like that. And that shouldn't be taken away in any point of coverage. I don't I don't want to look into Henry Ruggs too much on this, but we have to from a football side of things. But um, yeah, all our thoughts go out to, to their family. But um, Liam, it's just it's such a, a sad thing when a story like this comes out. And I don't mean for Henry Ruggs, but just in terms of, you know, what it means for the Raiders who've had their own problems this season as well, but um, in terms of the, the woman who lost her life. It's terrible, isn't it, in all accounts? It's, I feel, yeah, it's the, yeah, I feel really sorry for the woman and their family. Um, and the, Ra- the Raiders seem to really sort of try to give the team a good image, which is sort of briefly said before the show, and they're just not getting a break, are they? But it's, it to me, it's inexcusable. Like the um, the NFL puts on 
drivers for all their players. The thing, so, and I was thinking about this when this came up. When they join the NFL, they have like a rookie seminar, which helps them go through difficult situations and mm-hmm. go through these things. So, yeah, I, I don't understand that. I've really, and we said this briefly on the show. They're millionaires. They can all afford a taxi, buy an Uber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. I, I, yeah, it's, I say it's inexcusable. I don't want to dwell on it too much. Yeah, I don't either too much. It's but a, I just my quick it's a horrendous sense. thing. Yeah, but I know. I, I completely agree. I think that um, hopefully this, you know, I'm not going to say it's going to turn out for the better, but I hope it helps to educate players and helps players to take a step back and just realise that you know they're in an incredibly privileged position. Yeah, and um, these are these are role models for a lot of people, and that if you've got the opportunity to, you know, to play in the NFL or do just just be better, just be better than that. And I agree. Because you know, the, the NFL is like I think that's the hardest league to get in and play in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, and it can literally be taken away from you in a split second. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, inexcusable. Um, it was. It came out that he was in court today and um, has been charged. I think it's under Nevada law. He was charged under um, uh, driving under the influence of causing death, which could lead to a twenty-year prison sentence. But you know, I, I've said before. I've said before the podcast. I feel no sympathy before um, towards Henry Ruggs. And um, yeah, that's uh, that's all we need to say on that. I think. All right, Liam. Have you got any other news? Well, the only thing I wanted to mention news-wise was about Adrian Peterson, but we've already sort of briefly mentioned it, so we can't really go over it. Have you got any more news? Um, I don't know if I do, you know. I, I'm, do you know what, Liam? The only thing on my mind is this exciting any other business. Do you want me to go straight to you? Yeah, yeah, I want business? it. I want it. I want it, mate. So, I was... I made some picks on my mate Kev's Draft Punk podcast. Highly give them a recommendation, a follow, a listen, etc. They asked me, of all people, to make some college picks. I think I briefly... Desperate, Desperate situation. <laughs> what can I say? When they need the big guns, they bring them in, right? So, I had to pick six games. How many do you think I got right out of six? And it wasn't well, none. The, I mean, the fact you're bringing it up suggests it's a high amount. But the fact I know you, and I've known you for about eight years, I'm going to have to go one. No, I got five, but the one I got wrong was an upset. So I nearly got six out of six. I mean, I'll tell you what, that's actually pretty impressive because, you know, and no offence, Liam, you know, I love you like a brother, mate, but you are useless. So when it, <laughs> when, when it comes to, I mean, I'm genuinely shocked. These are the kind of things you need to put a bet on. I really do. But that's the thing, if I bet on it, I wouldn't have won, would I? It's always no, the that's way. true. Have they invited you back? I mean, have you put in such a stellar performance that I'm, I'm in danger of losing my right-hand man on the podcast? <laughs> Um, I think my spot's still here, so you're stuck with me for a while longer. But I just I'm going to end up below that podcast, uh, Orange Wednesdays, <laughs> and then fucking wick them away. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, well, let's actually do our own podcast. We'll no, stuff, po- I just sort of bring it up. I've, I was saving it to bring on the podcast because I thought, yeah, I, I was quite proud of myself there. Showing off, mate. That's, that's what it is there, just showing off. But uh, no, good stuff. And um, I haven't checked out the episode, actually. So um, yeah, I'll check it out. Check it out and see what's going on. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, mate. I think we've done a pretty comprehensive uh, little podcast there. Yeah, it's not bad. 
Not bad. Not bad at all. Just another week in the NFL, isn't it? That's all it is. Just another week in the NFL. I tell you what, obviously we love having Ollie on the show and um, and everyone else, but it was nice to have a little uh, little, little catch-up, wasn't it? A little little OG reunion. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, doesn't happen often. But yeah, next week, so we'll be back. Um, I'm sure Ollie will be back as well, and we might have another guest to go through. Who will it be? Who will it be? Yeah, I mean, we might get to hear more more exciting stuff about Liam's college picks. Stay tuned. Exactly. But uh, yeah, no, that was it. Oh, Liam, do you want to do the uh, shout outs, mate? Well, shout outs. Fuck it. Who am I shouting out? Uh, I was was thinking, who was I going to shout out to? Because I was thinking of all of the country listeners we have, but Uh, I'll stick to the socials, fourth and out pod on all your usual sites. Yeah, yeah, don't do any shout outs. That, that, that won't go well for us. No. Um, all right, good stuff. Well, um, I've got a gig to go to. I'm going out and, you know, doing something. Well, you... I'll let uh, you go paint the town rouge. I'll be painting it. All, all the kinds of rouge, mate. Yeah, yeah, so much rouge. And um, yeah, it's been a pleasure, Liam. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, mate. Good to be back on. Um, hopefully, we'll be on next week to discuss some more football. Hopefully you're talking about a couple of W's for our team because uh, we fucking need them. Yeah, see you next week. <laughs> see, yeah, yeah, see you next week. Uh, see Thanks next week, for uh, listening. Yeah, cheers for listening. And uh, yeah, speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.